In this episode of Beyond Rockets, I am super excited to sit down and talk with JP of Orange Beard Films. Orange Beard Films is a videography company based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And though the company is small in size, it has had a huge impact on serving the community. I'm excited for this episode. Hope you enjoy. First off, thank you for talking with me. Uh, I look forward to learning more about your company and the journey it took to get where you are today. Uh, first, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. I'm, I'm JP um, with Orange Beard Films. Uh, I have a small little video production company that I started about seven years ago and uh, started as a side business and, and went full-time recently last year. So that's kind of what I do. Uh, tell us a little bit about where you're from. Are you originally from Huntsville or did you move here? No, so I'm originally from a very small town in Alabama called Vernon, Alabama, and it's right on the Mississippi state line, uh, and I lived half of my life there and then another half of my life uh, in uh, Columbus, Mississippi. Um, they're kind of right there together, and Columbus is like 30 minutes from Starkville, which is where Mississippi State University is, and uh, it's kind of like mid-central Alabama, Mississippi. So that's that's where I grew up, and uh, that's where I met my wife in high school. And we uh, graduated high school, um, got married two weeks after high school, then went straight to college um, at the University of West Alabama. It's in Livingston, Alabama, a very small town. And once we graduated there, we uh, we moved to to Huntsville, and that was the year of two thousand Y two K. Um. So you went to college uh, in West Alabama. Did you go to school for what you do now, or did you go to school for something else? No, I had no idea what I wanted to do in college, like most guys that I know. And uh, my wife, she always knew she wanted to be a teacher. Um, and so when she, we, we went to college and, and everything and uh, uh, got there, I was like, well, I'll just do what she does. I could see myself as being a teacher, uh, you know, I think I like kids and, and things like that. So my first semester, uh, second semester, started taking some education classes and, and quickly realized that that was not what I wanted to do. I just, I couldn't do the work. It just was not fun. And so that summer, I just, I don't know, just kind of uh, started getting into computers, seeing myself as maybe doing something with computer science, um, programming, things like that. And I took a class and I loved it. And the thing about me is if, if I get interested in something, I'm all in. It's like I, I consume every bit of information that I can. Um, and then, you know, if I like it, obviously I'll stick with it. And so that's what I did. So I immediately changed my major to computer information systems and um, and went on from there. So I didn't uh, do anything with video production or, or photography or anything. So you went to school for information systems. When did you realize that you had this idea to start this company, and how did you acquire the skills to do this? So after we graduated, we moved to Huntsville, and uh, I, I, was, I was working with a startup company that the only way they paid me is through uh, buying me free lunch every other day or something like that. And I met this guy named Jeremy Tillman, uh, also known as JT, and he was uh, big here in Huntsville went to UAH and we just became really good friends and the company never um, got off the ground and so I ended up having to get a job at, at Intergraph and then started my career 
as a as a software developer and over the years I just realized I did not like programming I just was not good at it um, I was always the guy that um, cared more about how the program looked like the user interface the graphics things like that so I kind of carved out this niche uh, for myself to uh, go that route and so before there was a user experience developer designer or user interface designer developer um, that's kind of what I did and so and so then um, fast forward to I think it was 2011 maybe um, yeah 2011 Jeremy Tillman, JT, uh, he had moved away to Dallas. He had started this company uh, called trainup.com and uh, provides training to lots of big clients like MTV um, and, and places like that. And so he, anyway, he, uh, he was getting married. He's like, hey, JP, um, I want you to come to my wedding. And I was like, dude, I just don't have the, the money to, uh, to buy a plane ticket right now to come out there, but I'd love to come to it. He's like, I'll buy you a plane ticket if you will film my wedding. I'm like, man, I don't know anything about video cameras. You know, I, I know how to turn them on and hit record. You know, at that time I was doing some uh, photography, um, you know, as an amateur, just, you know, playing around with it as a hobby. And uh, he's like, it's easy. You just put it on a tripod, hit record, you know, film whatever's in front of you, you know, no big deal. <clears throat> So I was like, okay, perfect, I'll do that. So went, filmed the wedding, uh, brought my wife with me, we had a good time. Um, about three months later, he calls me up, he's like, hey, you know, you know, my, my wife is from Brazil, and so all of her family uh, that wasn't able to come from Brazil, you know, we want to send them uh, the wedding video that you shot. He's like, could you edit it and, and have it ready? Uh, I was like, when do you need it? He's like, in three weeks. And so I did what everybody does when you don't know how to do something. You get on YouTube, you learn like how to edit video. And so for the next three weeks, I just constantly poured into learning how to do that and uh, watched a ton of videos, practiced a lot, and, and started learning how to cut, how to edit, and fell in love with it. Um, I really, and then I started watching videos. Um, there's a website called creativelive.com. They uh, provide training for creative type stuff like um, photography, video, starting a business, all kinds of great content on how to do that. And so I watched this um, series, this training series from, I forgot the guy's name, but he was really good at it. Rob Adams, that's his name. He uh, showed you how to make you know, compelling wedding videos. And so I, I saw how to actually do this, um, you know, in, in a creative way other than what I filmed. I, I was like mortified, you know, how I filmed it. But JT was very, you know, he was t totally fine with how, what I did and sent it to him. You know, he knew what he was getting already. So, uh, but then, so I, I learned how to do it properly, how to really make a, a compelling wedding video that, a story film, how, you know, would make people cry when they watched it to, to get an emotional response. And so that just kind of showed me like, wow, this was really awesome. Um, you know, uh, I was like, I would love to turn this into a business. 
as a side business. I've always had a side business, um, especially if I ever had a job, if my day job was kind of boring and I wasn't, you know, utilizing uh, full creativity. In my current job, I'd always have a side business as an outlet for that. And so at the same time, I was looking for something like that. And so, yeah, around that same time, uh, my grandmother had just passed away and she left all the grandkids, uh, uh, you know, a good size of money, but, you know, nothing crazy. It was, I think it was around $5,000. And it was just enough to, to buy a camera, buy a tripod, uh, buy some audio equipment, and uh, maybe a light. And I was like, I want to do something with this instead of just blow this money on video games or a TV or something like that. I was like, I want to invest in this business. And I think she would probably like that as well. And, uh, and then I, I recently had hired a guy at my main job to work with me. He was very creative and he had shot some wedding videos before. And, uh, I was like, Hey, you want to do this on the weekend with me? Like, I want to start this business. And it's like, this is what I want. I showed him some of Rob Adams's videos. And I was like, you know, this is what I want to aspire to be. You know, obviously I'm not going to do this, you know, great the first time. He's like, yeah, man, this would be fun. He had so much energy. And, um, so I kind of fed off of his energy and we looked in another guy that worked with us and, uh, we all had, um, you know, little Canon DSLR cameras. And so we, I think our first year that I started business, I think it was 2012, um, we shot five weddings that year and that's not a lot of weddings but when you're working a full-time job 40 hours a week and you're, you're filming these weddings and then you've got to edit them um, that's a lot of work and so uh, we had a great year doing that and I'm just learning and uh, really just kind of took off from there and, and here I am. <laughs> So you said at the beginning you were working, you're still working your full-time job and doing the business on the side. When did you realize that the business was becoming more than what you could handle also working full-time? Yeah, so that's always been the struggle. Um, so to back up a little bit, ever since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to own my own business. That was always the goal in life was own my own business. I mean, even in college, I, I never did. It wasn't that I didn't want to work for somebody. Um, but in a little bit, it was, I remember starting, you know, my first couple of jobs out of college and you had to wear a certain, uh, dress code to work. You had to, um, you know, talk a certain way or be a certain way. I just, I guess I've always kind of been a little bit rebellious and, and, you know, not saying that that's a great thing, but I just always wanted to, uh, to work for myself. And, um, I remember as a kid, I would buy these, um, my dad was in the Air Force for a little while, and uh, so we got to go to the Air Force Base and uh, where I grew up in Columbus, and we would be able to buy, you know, food at the uh, at the commissary, and I bought these packs of gum that were maybe a quarter a piece, and so I would take these packs of gum back to school and sell them for fifty or seventy five cents to these kids, and I quickly realized, you know, capitalism is great. Yeah. <laughs> making money is great you know I can buy something cheaper and sell it for more money and, and make money and it, I just kind of always had that mentality of that's what I wanted to do and 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 so to start when I what I realized that it was too much for me to 
to do both. I mean, over the years, like I said, this is my seventh year of business. Um, so the first year we did five weddings. Next year we did, I don't know, maybe another five weddings. But every year I tried to to branch off and to and to kind of a, a new market. So um, the, I think the second year I wanted to do music videos, performance videos. And the year after that, I wanted to do more commercial stuff for businesses. And then the year after that, I wanted to do live streaming. Just kind of every year I added something different. And so every year it grew in revenue and grew in complexity uh, of what my business had. So, um, you know, it, it's really just timing. Um, I wanted having a family and having five kids it wasn't something that I could just like, all right, I'm quitting my job today. I'll make you know, a ton of money now. You know, if you've been in a software developer, software developer is a, is a long time. You, you, your salary gets pretty high and you're making really good money. And sometimes you're not working that much and sometimes you are, but um, you're like, why would you leave this job that's paying really good money and go pursue something uh, like video? You know, it's I get that question asked a lot, and uh, and it's never really been about the money. It's just been about you know having my own business, and, and I feel like I could make some really good money as well. So you just have to, you really just have to plan. Um, you really have to pray. We had to pray a lot, you know, because it was one of those things I didn't want to just because I'm not smart. I, you know, you know, wisdom is not something that was, you know put into me you know automatically it's I learned from trial and error and so we just had to really pray and ask the Lord to um, show us when to quit and when to quit this job and go full-time so you know because I could easily do that and then not make any money and then you know my wife and five kids would you know not eat that was the biggest fear so uh, one day I walked into work and uh, my boss and my supervisor at the time was like, Hey JP, we need to talk. And I knew it was coming eventually where I would have to make this decision. Cause that's what I prayed for is like, God, tell me when I'm supposed to do it. I need to know that this is, this is a clear answer. You know, when I'm supposed to quit my job, he's like, Hey, we need to move you into another position. Um, you know, a position you're probably not going to like. I was like, Hey, I need to talk to you too. I was like, uh, we, uh, you know, I wanted, I've always wanted to do this business full time. And so it was a great, um, exit for me. I was able to leave on great terms. Uh, my boss was super happy for me and, and everything. And, you know, so it was, it was good. I never want to leave a place, uh, you know, burn a bridge or anything like that. That's never the goal. Um, when you leave somewhere, you want to leave it better than you, than you came. So that was, that was kind of the goal. So that was, Long stories to say that, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the journey of how I got there. So, so at the beginning you're working both, um, but w w once you kind of get to the point that you're just doing the business on the, the business, um, was there ever a time in the early years that you didn't think you'd make it? Uh, yeah, every day. <laughs> it's, there's still days that I'm like, uh, you know, what am I doing? You know, that's, and those are very few now, but at the time, you know, really when I was working both jobs, uh, or working a main job and doing this on the side, uh, when I would have multiple edits do multiple videos 
do. Um, and my main job was being very, you know, demanding as well. That was when I, I really was questioning, like, you know, how am I going to do both of these things? I've got to quit one because it was just uh, so much uh, work to do. It's uh, it's not, you know, I want to be there for my kids. I want to be there for my wife. And, um, you know, it's the great struggle that we all have is, is trying to juggle family life and, and work life. And everybody talks about the balance of that. And I don't really know how to do that. You know, I don't think anybody really does. Um, you just kind of, you have to be present in the moment for all these things. And so, uh, trying to, to balance that and, and do it with excellence is, is tough. And so there wasn't really a time where I, I guess I thought I wasn't going to make it. It was just always a time where, how am I going to do both of these? Um, cause I knew if I didn't have the main job and could do the, the, the video, the film production job, uh, solely that I could put everything into it. And that's, that's more the question that I have. Like, how do you, how do you manage or juggle two jobs and then a family? So it's, that's almost impossible. I don't envy anybody that's doing that with their side hustle and all that. That's, uh, you know, that is, that is a big struggle. So I noticed on your website that, um, that the company itself is a family owned company and you really include your family in what you do. What benefits would you say there is to start a company with your family? Yeah. So it's, you know, I've always wanted a business that I could do with my family and you know, that that's different in a lot of ways. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I have one kid in charge of marketing. I have one kid in charge of, you know, operations or anything like that. It's just, I wanted something to where, um, you know, cause we homeschool our kids and, and so life's a little different anyway, um, with that. And we love the flexibility that that brings. And so we're, um, I just wanted to be able to like, Hey, you know, I've got this film shoot today. I need somebody to operate another camera. Um, you know, I'd bring my oldest, uh, my second oldest son or my oldest daughter. Um, you know, if they're available, you know, to run a camera. So I've, I've trained a few of my kids how to operate a camera, how to, you know, work a tripod, you know, do some grip stuff. Um, just, you know, 90% of filmmaking is charging batteries and carrying equipment around. The other 10% is, you know, being creative and running a camera. So it's not the, the craziest amount of skills that are needed. Um, but it is something I wanted to teach my kids. So, you know, if they ever needed to make some money, like in college and, you know, they needed gas money, they, they know how to take pictures creatively or make a video creatively. And, and to do that and you know because I'm not I'm not the biggest skilled person on how to work on cars I can't teach them how to build a house or anything like that my dad and my brother have those type of skills and, and my skills are more creatively uh, with you know computers or, or with photography or video and so that's what that's the only thing that I can really teach my kids how to do and so that was important to me to, to show them something that, you know, uh, that they could do to make money. And so I try to involve all my kids as much as I can in the business. My youngest daughter, she's nine now, you know, I gave her her first camera this past year and she goes around taking pictures and showing them to me and videos. And, um, you know, so I really see that enjoyment there for her. So 
um, all my kids, you know, have a good eye, you know, they, uh, you know, like to take pictures and like to take video. So, you know, I don't know if they ever want to come work for me, you know, when they get older. Um, but the options there, so, you know, I'm not limiting them on, on what their career, uh, could be, but that's, that's part of the family is to me, like my wife, she's in charge of the budget. You know, she's really good at, uh, making sure that, you know, what we're making, what we're bringing in can, can feed the family. And, um, you know, I'm not blowing it on some new camera or something like that as well. So, um, you know, everybody's got a, got a job to do. So at the beginning of your start of this career, um, ha having this videography career, you started off doing a lot of weddings and stuff. Is there an aspect of what you do now that you enjoy doing more than others, or does weddings really, where you still lean towards liking a lot? Yeah, no, weddings was, so everybody's like, you know, how how do you learn how to to do video? How do you, how do you learn how to do this? Well, um all it is is digital storytelling that I like to do. It's not that I'm not a, I'm not just shooting events and delivering, you know, somebody giving a speech or something like that. I try to make something that people want to watch over and over, you know, so the easiest way to learn how to be a storyteller, in my opinion, is learning how to film a wedding because there's so many story elements going on throughout the day. And so I saw that, um, that opportunity uh, as a learning experience to if I can make people enjoy watching a wedding and want to watch it over and over or every year on their anniversary then I've succeeded and so that was a way that's the best education you can get and um, so I've kind of tapered off on weddings I don't even advertise them anymore on my website I don't even put up weddings that I've done anymore uh, I don't market, you know, that we do weddings. It's all word of mouth right now um, if I do weddings. And it's mostly for people that I know, people that we go to church with. Um, it's not that I don't want to do weddings. Um, I've, I've heard this before, and I, and I believe it. Um, you know, what you put on your website, what you market yourself to do is what you're going to get hired for. So I have... I have goals to, you know, make a documentary, a documentary that's going to be on Netflix or something, uh, some streaming service. I have, uh, you know, especially sports related. I'd love to do, I love basketball. I'd love to make some kind of documentary on, uh, regarding basketball. Um, I'd love to, you know, everybody wants to make a feature film one day. Um, that seems way out of my league right now, but you know, I'm not limiting that. Um, so it's not to say I'm not pursuing weddings. I'm just not, uh, you know, letting it be known that I do weddings, you know. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm glad and I love them, uh, especially for people that I know. It's, it's, it makes the day more fun because uh, you already know the couple or, or know a lot of the people there, so it makes it more fun. But, yeah, I, I, I try to stay away from them now uh, in the sense of, you know, this is – this is not what I'm trying to pursue because there are people, there are filmmakers that that's primarily what they do. And they make a ton of money, you know, filming weddings. They, you know, charge 20,000 plus for a wedding and which is great money, 
you'd only have to do so many a year to uh, <laughs> to do those. But um, and it's very lucrative. But I just it's just not something I'm you know that's just not in my in my plan to to do. Where do you see your company going in the next five years? I mean, that's a great question. Um, I've never been someone that has a five-year plan. Uh, I'm not a big planner. Um, and part of that is just my personality. And the other part is it just changes so quickly. It's like, and I don't want to limit, um, you know, I'm more of a dreamer, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I it's, it's, man, it's a really good question. I'm just kind of uh, waffling on it right now because I really don't know. Um, I, I went full-time with the business back in November of 2018. Uh, and so I've been in business full-time now for a little over six months. And it's changed so much in those six months more than it's changed in the past six years. And, uh, which is great. Um, I really, out of all the, the, the jobs, uh, that come with running your own business that come with running a, a production company, um, my favorite thing is is uh, DP, director of photography, running the camera, framing it up, uh, lighting it, making every frame look great. And that's a lot of work. You know, it takes a pretty big crew to uh, to make things look really good and sound really good and um, and tell a good story. Now, and um, that's what I would like to focus on. Editing takes up a lot of time. I do enjoy editing. Um, but I would love to just film more and let somebody else handle the edit or let somebody else handle uh, lighting and, and grip and all those things. And you know, eventually maybe somebody running the company for me so I can uh, do the DPing. Um, so that's kind of where I would, I'd see my company in the next five, 10 years is, is just kind of me focusing more on a certain aspect of the business instead of doing everything. Oftentimes, uh, people with the idea of starting their own company, they don't see the benefits and they see all the possibilities of it being bad or just not being successful in it. What advice would you give someone who is looking at starting their own company? Man, I mean, you're going to screw up a hundred million times. It's like taxes you're going to screw up on, you know, you're going to screw up on talking to clients, uh, bidding, you're going to mess up on, uh, pricing your stuff, pricing it too cheap, pricing it too expensive, learning how to do that. I mean, I don't know anybody that started a business and has done everything the right way. I mean, you're going to learn from experience, um, you know, which is how we all, I think we all learn, you know, uh, we all read these books on how to do, run a small business or start a business and all that stuff's great advice, but, um, I've never been the one that, that reads all these things. I get so bogged down in, in all those details that it makes me not want to start the business or not move forward with whatever it is I'm trying to do. So I just think, I just, my advice is just do it. You know, don't quit your day job. Um, start it on the weekend like I did and like other people do and see if you even like, you know, what you're trying to do. Um, you may realize that you don't like having a business, 
you don't like talking to customers well find somebody that does and let them do that and and you focus on what you like to do um i mean it's just like anything um it takes a lot of hard work it takes a lot of time um you know but if it's what you're supposed to do and what you want to do then then you'll pursue it you'll find a way um you know so i guess the best advice i could say is just you know just do it quit reading blogs quit reading books and um just try it you know i mean the worst thing you could do is fail which is what i did you know plenty of times um what something this is a little bit of good advice i think um every time i did a new type of video so like the very first wedding video uh you know it was with a good friend of mine andrew calvert i was like hey i'm not going to charge you you know i showed him the type of video i wanted to make i was like hey would you and uh your fiance ali would y'all like a, a video like this and they're like yes we want a video like that i was like well cool uh, if you'll let me film it i won't charge you anything i'll give it to you and that was and that was the very first video that I did. Um, well, actually, it's the third wedding video that I made. I actually booked two more right before it that were paying gigs, but they got theirs for free. Um, the very first uh, music performance that I, video that I made was with uh, John Musatelli and Trish. Um, they uh, we did all that, and that was free, you know. So every time I branched out into something I wasn't comfortable with. Um, you know, I just didn't charge anybody. And then if I liked it and it was fun and I thought I could do a better job next time, that's when I started making money off of that type of video. So, you know, people like free things. That's how you lure them in to like, you, you, you make something, people like it and they want more of it. And then that's when you start charging money. So how much of your success thus far would you contribute to being in the right place at the right time? And how much would you contribute to your hard work? Man, man, timing is, is so key on all of it. And it's not like we have any control over timing. Um, I do, you know, uh, if I left God out of any of this, then it would be foolish because it's all been his timing. You know, I could have quit my job the very first year I started this and, and thought that I was, you know, pretty awesome and could make a lot of money and I could have failed, you know, because I didn't know everything, you know, at the beginning. And, uh, seven years later, I was obviously was much better than I was the first year of business. So, so timing and listening to God's timing is very important. Um, you know, you got to look at your situation. You know, some people don't need to wait uh, seven years of doing it on the side like I did, but I also have a, a large family to take care of. You know, if you're single and your expenses are very low, um, you know, that's better timing. You could quit your job in a year and, and, and do it. So it's, it does have a lot to do with timing and, 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 you know, I haven't had, thankfully I've had, I, I have not had to do a lot of, uh, marketing, uh, you know, Word of mouth has been really good. Uh, if you do a good job, people tend to recommend you to people. And, you know, a lot of that is making it right for the customers. So if they don't like the video that you've made for them or the, take the photos or anything, you've got to do it to where they do like it. And then sometimes you just have customers that are just jerks, you know, and then you just, 
wipe your hands off and 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 like all right well i'm not going to charge you for this or i'm only going to charge you half price and i'm never going to contact you again you know that's you just have to be smart about that um, but that's another story but it's but it goes hand in hand with hard work if you don't work hard uh you're not going to do a good job um i mean it and this is so cliche uh but it's been so true in these last six months that it doesn't even feel like work. I enjoy this so much and it's gone so well um, that I don't I don't feel like I'm working any harder than I did when I had it as a side business. I'm actually feel like I'm, I'm not working as hard, which is a great thing because I, my goal is not to work you know 80 hours a week and, and not see my family. My goal is to work less, make you know, if I could make close to what I was making when I left my current job, great. You know, if I even make half of what I was making, that's great. You know, but I, I really want to spend, you know, a good amount of time with my family and work hard and, and do and do good work. It's not to, you know, make tons of money and uh, retire early. You know, nobody, I don't want to do that. But, but yeah, that it definitely goes hand in hand with you know, and it's not like I really have success. You know, success is different for everybody. Um, but uh, but yeah, definitely working hard and being at the right place at the right time is, is is key. What is the best way for people to contact you and to support you in what you're doing? Um, you know, the, people can contact me. You know, many different ways. I'm on Instagram, Orange Beard Films. Uh, my website is orangebeardfilms.com. Um, Pretty much, if you Google Orange Beard or Orange Beard Films, you're going to find me. Uh, thankfully, that's kind of unique. Um, they can definitely support me by, uh, you know, recommending me uh, to people that need video services. We pretty much do uh, anything and everything. But, uh, um, you know, it's it's pretty easy to contact me and find me. So, so yeah, that's that's about it. Thank you again for talking with me. Uh, I've enjoyed learning more about Orange Beard Films and the journey it took to become the company you are today. I look forward to seeing the ways in which you will continue to serve the community in the years to come. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it too. Thanks, Clark. and had a great time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Rockets. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Beyond Rockets and let me know if there's anybody you're interested to hear from. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed. Thank <laughs> you.